Aloha and welcome to A Dose of Positivity. I am your host, Donna Maltz, known to many as Mama Donna. And each week I invite positive, knowledgeable guests to share their wisdom, passion, inspiration, and their determination to positively impact our world. You will meet the most incredible social and environmentally responsible activists, artists, entrepreneurs, musicians, health and wellness advocates, making a difference with their lives and their careers. The goal here is to bring you more positivity into your life. We invite you to share your goodness and inspiration, ask questions, and please invite others who are looking to be part of a positively positive transformation. Thank you for joining us. Now it is time for a dose of positivity. Hey, aloha, and welcome everyone to another dose of positivity where I have the privilege to interview thought leaders, change makers, and health professionals. I am over the top excited to introduce you to our guest today, but before I do introduce you to Debbie Dasher, I wanted to remind you that the replays for all of our other incredible speakers can be found on our YouTube channel and also on our podcast station. And I want to encourage you all, if you know any change makers, thought leaders, or uh, health professionals who resonate with a dose of positivity. We are starting to book shows for the fall now and send them our way. I'd also like to remind you all that our Facebook group is, is growing every day and chock full of daily doses of positivity. So make sure you go and check out our Facebook group. And while we're waiting for people to come in, um, some of you are new to the show. Every week I read something from um, one of my books. And this week I'm reading from Living Like the Future Matters, The Evolution of a Soul-to-Soul Entrepreneur in honor of our special guest, Debbie Dasher, who is an incredibly brilliant woman who helps prequel bring their books alive. And, um, but I'll be telling you all about her in just a moment. So everybody sit back, take a couple of shallow breaths, inhaling and exhaling through your nose and just sit back comfortably, grab your beverage of choice. And here we go. So this is all about what happened to me to write my book and how I got to be at this place with being an author. Interconnecting with purpose. This is in the last evolution of my book. And this is a quote from Stefan Dion, who is the founder of the Shift Network. He's an incredible human. Everything on our world is sacred and interconnected. And we're in the midst of an epic shift to recognize that truth in every realm of human endeavor. It's a magnificent time to be alive and to participate in this evolutionary leap." Unquote. It was November 2014 and our granddaughter was born, Freya Luna Moss. This beautiful innocent seed would put the fire in my belly to complete this body of work. I sure as heck wanted to make sure she knew me and the impact her precious being had on my life. This unfinished manuscript had been sitting dormant for nearly 10 years. At the time of publication, Freyer will be, had, would have been four years old and I 62. Every day, Freya's spirit inspired me to not retire, as do the souls of all the children who deserve a vibrant place to play, learn, and laugh. Being a grandmother is beyond words, as is being Mama Donna. My clients were also a big part of my decision to finish this body of work, especially Amanda Brandon, who created the beautiful Soul to Soul artwork. She was living in Alaska at the time and had followed me on Facebook for years. 
In 2014, out of random nowhere, she sent me a private message asking if I had considered writing a book. And if so, would I be interested in working on a trade with her? I let her know that I'd been working on a book for years on and off and had just jumped back into the process. Well, as a matter of fact, she offered to provide graphic design work in exchange for attending one of my culinary healing arts retreats here on the Big Island. We came up with a plan and she came to Hawaii for two weeks. Amanda really encouraged me to get this book out into the world and I helped her get healthier. It was a win-win. I put the bulk of my coaching practice on hold and I om and almost everything for that matter. And I settled into becoming an author with the hopes to inspire more people to become the best version of themselves. In this book, I have woven in many of the principles and resources I use in my coaching and life. I chose to learn how to be a writer and then focused on the business of being an author. The book went through many metamorphoses, as did I. I dove into my personal past and I invested hundreds of hours researching corporations, politics, and environmental change makers, intending to better understand the circumstances that influenced my reality and the world's. By trying to make sense of it all, I often doubted myself and felt overwhelmed and almost got depressed at times by what I was learning. Occasionally, I fell into old patterns and compulsive behavior. Fortunately, those times did not last long as I had been there and done that bullshit and had the tools to overcome these energy vampires. Instead, I was able to dedicate my life to making this my most meaningful evolution. And now I am on fire. Wow, Debbie Dasher, you couldn't be here at a better time for me to introduce you because Debbie Dasher is like an Amanda Brandon person who can help anybody out there who is an inspiring um, writer um, and make sure, uh, tell who's my assistant, make sure Marlene is on the call if you could send her a special message because she really, I think she wants to work with Debbie. So make sure she's on the call. Anyway, um, without further ado, Debbie, thank you so much for being here. And I wanna let you all know that if you have any inclination of writing a book or have written a book and wanna get your book out there, Debbie Dasher is gonna share with you some incredible tips. Um, I encourage you all to write any questions you might have in the chat and allow us uh, the privilege to answer them for you. But Debbie is actually a media and visibility authority. And she coaches people on how to write a page turner. She runs a company that guarantees your book becomes an international bestseller. And she teaches the ultimate visibility formula, how to be interviewed and podcasted in 60 days or less. She's been interviewed on, on 1500 media outlets. She's an award-winning podcaster host, a speaker, certified coach, and author of four international best-selling books. Debbie is also a spiritual leader and a very conscious human and a bright, loving, giving person. And I would just love, but this time, Debbie, just to welcome you and everybody wave and say, hey, Deb. <laughs> Remember, this is live. Put your questions in the chat. And Debbie, welcome, welcome to A Dose of Positivity. Um, and if we could start right now and open up the conversation and give you the stage, and if you could share with us your journey and how you became um, the Debbie Dasher you are today, being a media visibility authority and what that means. Sure. <clears throat> Thank you for having me, Donna. And it is so great to be here with you and all your people your tribe. So hello to everybody. I hope I can see your faces at some point. It, um, let's see. So a couple of questions there. My last name is Dashinger and it's Austrian. So it's spelled, my first and last name are both spelled very differently. Uh, Debbie Dashinger. And my journey has always been in entertainment and my journey has always been in living out loud somehow mass media to get my voice out there. I started life and continued it well into my adulthood as an actress singer. 
I did that professionally. And at some point, something changed well into my adulthood. It was a really mm, very uncomfortable experience to be hearing the message inside that I might not want to do this anymore, this meaning acting and singing. And that was like, what do you do with that information when that has been your identity since you're a very little girl? And it wouldn't go away. And because I didn't know what to do with it, I surrendered. And it was a three-year surrender of not having any idea of what I was going to go do, but I followed energy. And energy took me to Toastmasters, and I learned how to speak. And energy took me to a jewelry making class. And I made, I just got voracious about it, and I was making so much jewelry and wearing it, and people wanted to buy it. And I'm like, okay. And it became a business, and I started selling in stores. And then I joined a, a big band, and I was singing in front of a big band and a jazz band. And then I did voiceovers for cartoons. And that was really the the litmus there. It was the pin that started to change everything and start to give me purpose because I said, oh, there's something here about my voice. And I wanted to follow voiceovers. Got a job in radio, took the job, had a show. This is 15 years ago next month. Like, it's amazing. 15 years ago, I started in radio. About 11 years ago, that weird word podcasting came along. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Everybody's making fun of it, but I'll throw my hat in the ring. And so still 15 years later, I'm doing radio and podcasts. My show is called Dare to Dream with Debbie Dashinger. It's award-winning. And I get really high-end transformational people on the show. And it's a conversation I, I need to have. Along the lines, once I started doing that, and I was so pumped about so many people, especially back then, there wasn't noise in the podcast world or the radio world. It was an anomaly to be doing that. And I would hear from people all over the world, your information's changing my life. And I was like, that's important to me. So I decided to start writing books. I began writing books and I thought, well, if I invested that much time, now I want to make my book a bestseller. I don't want it to just sit out in digital land somewhere. So I learned, I sometimes look back, Donna, I'm like, I had a lot of focus and determination because it was so much work to learn what I did, but I was, I really like take my hat off to my younger self because 15 years ago, that's what I did. I learned the whole system, implemented mm -hmm. it, it worked. Second book I wrote, Wisdom to Success. I then said, well, now let's go for international. Gotta go bigger, bigger goal learned how to do that successful and people started coming to me and saying you know i see you're very visible you're being interviewed you've got books out you're doing well and i would like that i don't know how you did it but can you teach me my human design is a two four generator and that means people need to come to me with a need and then i fulfill the need if i try to push my creations out there wah, wah. So that's how this career was born. People came and I built the field, so the field of dreams, book dreams, and being interviewed dreams. And so all these years I've been doing classes, I've got ongoing book writing classes. I have a book incubator, two day weekend intensive coming up that people can join just for those two days to start their book, learn how to write their book, if they're in the middle of the book, whatever. We're only taking 15 people. And I also have private clients for all of what I'm mentioning. And then I do these things out in the world. So I like that piece because I'm not just teaching. I'm intimate with this entire experience. So anybody who comes with something, I really understand what's going on. And well, I, would, yeah. I would say just the last piece is, you know, I tend to attract uh, spiritual folks, you know, it's like my, I, I attract me. I attract really spiritual people, positive people. And um, yeah, and I think more than ever, their message needs to get out right now. Yeah, well, that that's good because that's where I was heading with this. When people are listening to this conversation, um, like there's a deep desire. There's something like 60 to 80% of people is a huge number want to write a book and never do. Maybe it's 90%. I'm not good with those things and it's not necessary to be good at those things 
what it's necessary to do is to fulfill your dreams, right? Dare to dream. I love that uh, that name of your podcast. Love to be a guest someday on there. I think I turn your audience upside down with lots of positivity, Deb. Anyway, I wanted to also say that for you on a personal level, like let's take this down a personal journal, journal a personal journey of self-discovery. Um, for you, what what was it like for you to actually like? deep down and desire to, to write that book. And when you wrote your first book, like like me, and you held it in the in your hands, it's that emotional experience. Um, can you explain that to, to people? Like, why would somebody want to have that experience you and I have had? Yeah, it is an emotional experience, and it still is an emotional experience. If I go in a bookstore here in Los Angeles, and I see my books on a shelf, it's like, you know, I got to take a picture and it just makes me feel wonderful that it's out there. There are many reasons people write um, and they're very personal reasons. Some people want to leave a legacy for their family, friends, and when they're no longer here, that there's something that lives on that was an expression of them. Some people are here to teach and they want, they have some expertise and information and the way to get it out to the world is through writing a book. Some people want to entertain. They have incredible imaginations. There are tr- so I and I also want to be clear. There are real writers out there. Like they love to write. They can churn out books and pages. This is not the majority of people. So if you don't have that in your wheelhouse, don't worry. You still can write a book because the, there's a bottom line with all of this, and that is a calling. And when we're called, I feel like. And, you know, you talked about Pachamama, which, you know, um, always fills my heart. And if Pachamama wanted something from us, Grandmother Earth or Grandmother Moon, she, in all her amazingness and brilliance, would energetically tap us on the shoulder. And we'd know we'd be tapped on the shoulder because we'd feel the sudden passion to do something. I I still get it all the time in my life. And I know when it happens, I must create this experience for myself. You don't have to know the how, you just have to know that you have that feeling. Right. And if you have that feeling about writing a book, then trust it, it will take you to the person to coach you, to guide you. And the experience will unfold beautifully if you get out of the way. Oh, I just love what you just said because some of the people listening to this they might be musicians who get stage fright or um, just any kind of art form, like even me just finally putting my prints out to a gallery and then, oh my God, they're, my, my nature photography, it's selling great. And it's just that fear, like getting over that. And Debbie, you're so passionate and I just love that about you and positive about just about everything that you do and how I, I listen to your podcast and I feel encouraged by your words. And and I think that in this day and age, a lot of people have lost their voice. Post-COVID has been really hard on people. The lockdown, the the, 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 the throat chakra is has been completely um, altered. A lot of people say, oh my God, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. People have become a new side of themselves in all this time of reflection. And I know for me, I started writing my book before I ever imagined the world would be in such a state that it is. But I finished it and published it at the beginning, this one at the beginning of the pandemic. I I launched this book the first month of the pandemic. And then I came out with the journal I am because people were freaking out and I wanted to give people a way to have a voice of themselves. So they that that is one another way. And you can talk about this too, Debbie, about even just how journal writing can change your life. And then towards the end of the pandemic or when the pandemic looked like it was never going to end, which it hasn't, and it still will go on. If you read this book, you'll know Conscious Cures. I That's when I got prolific. And... This is when I feel like 
and where you can speak to this, Debbie, why it's more important than ever. If people want to start a podcast, start a production studio, write a book, because the time is now to uh, uh, different ways to express ourselves. The world is a different place. And I know when I when I speak with you and I see how you bring out the best in other people, what advice you have in, in, in regards to helping people find the right medium for them to express themselves during these evolutionary times? Thank you. It is such a good question that you asked, Donna. It really is. Because I'm so all about not every outlet is your outlet. Most of us uh, feel a lot of pressure. Oh, okay. Oh my God. I get it. All right. I see how it works. Yeah. Media. I got to get visible. So I got to write a book. I got to do a podcast. I've got to be interviewed. I've got to start speaking on stage. I've got to learn how to do (laughs) webinars. I've got, you know what I mean? It's unbelievably overwhelming and we are not all built for this. First of all, I want to just podcasting to make it really easy on people. I'm going to tell most people, don't do it. Don't bother. There are over 2 million podcasts right now. And unless you are so passionate and you're willing to work tirelessly, don't be fooled by thinking, oh, all I got to do is grab a microphone and go blah, blah, blah. (laughs) There is a real thing out there and it's called pod fade. And that means that there's a ton of people who said, yeah, I got to add that to my list of what to do as an entrepreneur. They started doing it a month later, like, dear Lord, (laughs) a lot of work. Like I had no idea. And then their podcast goes away. Mm -hmm. And so it just sort of took up space for a short period of time. I wouldn't bother. I think it's actually better to be interviewed. Now, if you really want to be interviewed, and I think this is a brilliant time, learn how to do it. Don't just jump in. Um, you, cause you'll probably won't do a great job. You probably won't get a result. And when you do a great job, you know exactly what to supply the person. You know exactly how to approach a show. You know where the shows are that are for you. Like mm-hmm. many of you may be going, wow, Debbie's been on air for 15 years. Cool. But did you think, well, what's the theme of her show? I'll tell you the theme of my show. I do UFOs. I do ET stuff. I do channeling. I do very well-known names, you know, in the, the spiritual transformational world. You've probably paid to attend their workshops. This is, these are the only people on my show. I'm at a point in my life where I can attract that because of the publicists I work with and because that's the level of conversation I need. That's the level of conversation that my folks expect. So please join us, right? Uh, go to my website, debbiedashinger.com. You can sign up there. You'll get the newsletter or go to YouTube dot com slash Debbie Dashinger. I'd love you to watch the show if you like that theme. But so learn how to do it, what to do once you're on the show. So you're incredible, how to repurpose everything. You know, if I can help you, I've got online courses. It would be my pleasure. And if somebody else, beautiful, but learn how to do it. And then as far as the book, same, not everybody is meant to write. But again, if you have that like feeling inside, like I don't even know how to do this. It's okay to have doubts. Every single student, I want you to know who comes to me, has their own thing. So it's just beautiful, whatever your thing is, right? I honor it, but I don't honor it if it stops you. I honor that it exists because I'll show you that it actually isn't the truth and probably the opposite is the truth of you. So doubts come up like, you know, when I was young, I I was writing and I had a teacher who said just the worst things and shut me down completely, never wrote again. I have somebody who um, just was overwhelmed by his business and he came into our class and he said, you know, I don't like, I feel like I gotta do this book. I don't really wanna do this book. I feel like it's a lot of work. (laughs) And now he loves it so much. It's like his joy. And he's a really good writer too, which is like, I'm so grateful that he stuck around, he gave himself the chance because he's such a good writer. And uh, so just those are just some examples or does anyone ever wanna buy my book? Would I have anything to say? How would I put it together? I don't know where to start. Am I a good writer? That and more. And so those things don't matter. What matters is your desire 
because I believe the universe put it there, your soul put it there, because you have a message. And if you have a message, you have to trust as a light worker here at this auspicious time on this planet. And I just want to address what Donna said about the voice being shut down. Um, that's one way to look at it. But I also think it is the, the greatest time to sing out loud that given these crossroads and I am sure everybody here is like me and like Donna, and we are all extremely sensitive. And perhaps half of the depression and sadness we feel doesn't even belong to us. It is a worldwide epidemic of chaos and confusion and uncertainty. And I bless it all because out of that is going to be birthed something new and beautiful. And by the way, that's why we are here on this planet today. Our soul took on boy were we strong to say what's going to happen on earth oh kind of like atlantis and lemuria but maybe we're going to turn it around this time oh it's really going to look that bad oh wars and and really like the pox and you know all these things mm -hmm. yeah. okay cool i'm in yeah i'm in man if your Make soul did that and you have a book please trust the book is speaking to you ahead of it's being published on another timeline somewhere it's already born and calling back to you and saying, come, we got this. You need to write me. I already know what I'm about. Now I need to tell you what I'm about because books talk to us. So I hope that answers your question. There's a lot out there. A lot is not right for everybody. I don't recommend it for everybody, but where your strengths are and where your passion is, where you feel called, that's for you. Absolutely. So Deb, I have to ask you, what's what's the next book inside of you going on? Are you are you working on a new book? Oh my God, woman. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so funny. I just I had an old client. Um, I've been zooming with people lately. I'm a real connector. So COVID was very difficult for me. Um, some people think I'm very extroverted. I don't I don't believe that's true, but I love being with people. And so it was really hard, all that isolation. And now I've been making up from just doing Zooms. I have old clients coming out and wanting to reconnect. And this gal um, was say, asking me the same question. And I laughed and said, um, you know, I, I had a book I was working on in the background. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. it it's um, shamanic of nature. That's, that's as much as I'll say, but I wrote a bunch very personal highly personal and and it's still um it's still in clay right i have to see where that's gonna go and as far as another book i mean a memoir is possible but i think i would want to write it as a comedy if that was possible <laughs> i would not want you know because i had a really rough upbringing and i i you know we it's not about revisiting it is what it is it was what it was it created me into me but you know part of this sort of like oof you know so i would need it to have a lot of levity for me if i did it and then because i you know want it to be a gift to whomever reads it well let, let me ask you a question this is great because i love that you know my first book was a memoir of sorts right mm -hmm. and um I didn't know a, a Debbie back then, you know, when I was writing my book. And I'm really, I apologize for not pronouncing your name, your last name right. It's um, besides, and this is a good time for me to announce this to everybody. Um, besides being a little bit ADHD, I, I'm dyslexic. And if I'm dyslexic, and if you don't know what dyslexia is, I mean, you can't basically read things, you read things backwards. I had to teach myself how to read and to write and one of my favorite stories in my book is um, D for dumb in third grade I got it D for uh, in, in language arts and it really crushed me but it turned out I was copying all the spelling words off the blackboard wrong um, had I taken the test and spelled them as I had studied them harder than any other kid in the class I would have got a hundred but I would fail every time or get a D for Dom. And finally, my parents got me a tutor. And back then in the early uh, 70s, late 60s, you know, they didn't understand it like they do now. 
Um, but they put me in the front of the class and they, and, and from then on after that, my tutor checked my spelling. Every time I came home from school, I'd spell the words wrong. She'd get them on their right. I'd study them and I brought my grade up to a B, B plus. And, but then at least I identified with it. And what did I do? I went on to write a best-selling book. Mm-hmm. So these insecurities that we carry from the past, like Debbie, I love, you know, cause I know your story from the past a little bit. And I wish we had time to, to, to share that with everybody, but people will, if they want to contact you. Um, you know, we all have a story. We all have a gift. And, and sometimes our, our, our most tragic moments and our, our lowest times are that call to time to call to Jesus or whatever you the moment to to God universe Pachamama um, where we have these where we have these breakthroughs um, we sometimes get the most crystal clear vision from that UFO or that spiritual twinkle in an eye from a homeless person that made all the difference in your day I mean there are signs everywhere and um, when we want to focus on those past memories d for don instead of d for donna mm-hmm. um that's when that's when we really figure out we have a book inside because when those moments like when i the, the, the reason i wrote my book was because i i wanted to people to avoid that was one of my stories but several other stories in my book so to, to people especially young women could avoid the travis some of the hardships that i did being a woman in business and trying to make it with um a dumb complex mm-hmm. so when you write man i it, it just completely um unfolds that that core that vulnerability side of yourself deb i hope you do write a memoir and and add a comedy twist to it it would be your story would would and 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 here's here's this here's the question for you that's coming out of all this like okay who's going to be your book coach and who's going to kick your little behind and get behind you and make that come out because i think your story is going to be your best book ever and you got some good books out there thank you that's so sweet i you know I'm, I'm my book coach, honestly. I'm so good at this. Uh, I know exactly what to do because I teach it so much. I literally will <laughs> follow, you know, it's like the mechanic doing their own car. I will follow everything. So I know exactly how to lay out a book. I know exactly how to communicate with my book. I know exactly how to let come things come through. You brought up music before and musicians and artists. And one of the things that came out of COVID is music for me. So I gave all that up 15 years ago when I went into radio. And then a couple of years ago, I was sitting in a ceremony and, and it just came to me like, whatever happened to music? So my boyfriend started playing his guitar again. I started singing. One month later, we were booked at a gig. And every month since we've been at a gig, we had a sizzle reel built. I mean, there's been a lot going on around our music. We've got a yoga studio now that is bringing us in once a month to do a sound bath, meditation, musical healing journey. And so I know how to do these things. Um, For me, accountability, uh, yeah, not so much but i will tell you this the one thing i was thinking since i'm teaching this upcoming two-day intensive it's called the book incubator and i you know there's a lot of ways it could go when i'm teaching folks they're going to be doing writing exercises and if somebody needs me of course i'll be available while they're writing um but also i thought what could i do with that time and i could also write so I could be following the instruction as well and putting things down. So that may be, you know, the beginning of the unfoldment for everybody participating. And I believe so strongly in community, you know, that I am excited about the people who are showing up and wanting to do this. Yeah. You know, I want to take this time. Um, if anybody has any questions or um, about writing a book or any fears or any suggestions or or comments that you want to put in the chat so we have time to address them and while if anybody doesn't have any then I'll just continue on um, uh, having I just have a couple more things that I wanted to 
bring forth, Debbie, is um, just how writing, um, well, we kind of did, I don't know if you really answered my question, how writing your book really changed your life, you know? Oh, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I, I really was doing one thing and it has completely changed me. So when a book is done right, and I will give you those statistics. So 85% of people who want to write a book will never write the book. And out of the other 15% that are left, half of those will actually write and complete. The other half will write and start and finish somewhere in the middle and never finish their book. For those of us who complete a book, the next thing to understand statistically is 5% of your book is writing. 95% is the marketing. Because if we all write a book, self-publish through an, an agent publisher, if there's no marketing plan, it sits out in digital land. Nobody knows the book exists. So it's very important to have a marketing plan in place. If you do that right, what happens is visibility begets visibility. And so people take notice. Oh, my friend so-and-so has written a book and they want to support you and they get involved and there's ways to purpose your book to get out in the world. It creates massive visibility. Hopefully you're also doing a launch and a launch requires that you also get interviewed, whether it's on TV or on radio or podcasts or magazines, but very important to use media so your tribe can find you in your book. That's where the game changer comes in because workshops will be filled, clients will find you who wanna work with you. You'll get new followers, people will go to your website and sign up and wanna start following you and what you're doing out in the world. You will start getting jobs. You will start uh, being booked on panels or for speaking gigs. I know people, my life completely has changed by virtue of doing a book and my clients have as well. And so, you know, there's a, a PB and an AB. So before book and after book. And if you look at your life and your career between the two, you start to understand, oh, this is why a lot of people don't just write one book. There's actually magic that takes place. And it, it really, it's like a call out to the world. Here I am, let me invite you in, you know, to give you, to impart something to you, whether it's a laugh or it's some wisdom or some beautiful pictures or recipes, whatever it is that is yours to share with us, you can change the world and you can also change your life. Very, very well said. And that's how, how I feel too, Debbie. I really do. I really appreciate what you just said there. And, you know, I feel like you're still inspired and you're so passionate just by you writing writing your own books and, and the fact that you wanna share that experience so other people can have that fulfilling opportunity is a really beautiful, um, beautiful, noble thing to do. And you really care. You re And I like how you didn't just box it in like someone be writing a memoir or a recipe book or a picture book. It can be any of those types of um, anything that you, that, that you, that you're working on or anything that you want to leave, like you said earlier, a legacy um, behind. Yeah. Is there any kind of books that you don't work with or people that you don't work with? Not books, books, whatever somebody has, period. Children's book, doesn't matter. Um, I've worked in a lot of genres, graphic novels, law book, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What I, but it is very important to me who I work with. Absolutely. I mean, anyone who's an entrepreneur, you know, when someone comes aboard and they're just an unhappy individual and that's not pleasant. I'm here to create magic with somebody and for somebody. And I operate best when people come to me, you know, I've just been working with this gal. My former client is a friend of hers. And when she found out this gal, Janelle, was writing a book, she said, you got to work with Debbie. End of story. We were on the phone and we just started um, setting up appointments. So I've been working with her and I sit back and go, oh, thank you. Thank you, goddess, because this is why I do what I do. She's hungry. 
she doesn't um she doesn't freak out she doesn't get overwhelmed you know we talk about the things she needs to do or the tweaking and uh, she's just like actually so grateful for the information for the direction for the guidance and like really takes it in uses it comes back with something else and i'm telling you people like this i watch them unstoppable unbelievable you know this is somebody who's never been interviewed before and because she did everything right just she hadn't even published the book yet just in the book and i was helping her get an endorsement with some big people and one of the guys doing the endorsement said oh my god this book is amazing um will you come on my podcast so she called me and she's freaking out she goes okay i don't know what to do i've never been interviewed can we set up a session <laughs> asap and please like train me mm-hmm. so yeah you know she got my online program i trained her privately she and of course i said you have to tell me how it went because i'm invested and she let me know so sweet you know when it was done he said hey you know don't don't hang up yet i want to talk to you show was over and the, and he's really big this guy's in 52 countries and he said i want to start a podcast with you would you be interested we'll start a separate podcast about this subject and second of all i want to have you back on the show so she's seeing her whole life it's starting and this is how it starts and in one way it doesn't take a lot of effort when you are that yes person that hungry person like just show me and i'll do it you know put put me up at bat boss and i can i can do it mm-hmm. those are the people that is just it's a joy right. an absolute joy to work with yeah no that's so good i i i totally concur with you cuz i know with my own clients it's the same thing and you just want to make sure there's a really beautiful fit cuz everybody is so different right and and there's somebody for everybody and and that that attitude right there is is a dose of positivity mm-hmm. just knowing that somebody is there to help you and you're there to help somebody else and i just think you're one of the most positive people i know and you have a lot of skills and gifts to help people become um who they who they're choosing to be and and everybody who's listening to this fi- finding that mentor finding that teacher finding that guide that's going to bring out the best in you is really where it's at whether it's me or debbie or alan or Beverly or whoever whoever is out there it's there's, there's no names it's it's an ener- it's an energy it's kind of like the UFO that comes in to uh you know whatever your your belief system it's really making sure it's like i don't know when you find your soulmate and when you're de- doing something as personal as writing a book um or putting yourself out there whether you're on a stage as an a theater and a play or you're out there inspiring people with your inspiring words no matter what you guys it is so important to align yourself with people who love and believe in you and want to bring out the best in you energy vampires are overrated there's enough of them out there uh to that is trying to take over not just your world but the world in general and how to identify uh them real quick get them out and so you have all this beautiful room to open yourself up to what is possible and and that is i think where 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 debbie is coming from and where she helps her people do is helps them become visible in who who they are and what they what they bringing out the best in them and and if that is in a ginormous dose of positivity i don't know what is But again there's so many people out there and I'm meeting more and more of these types of people every day because it's a choice I'm making it's a it's a magnetic energy field of me connecting me with people like Debbie and like the other people I bring on each week for a dose of positivity that are light beings they're energy healers they're people that are truly here to support our audience and beyond our audience and and that's you too who's listening to this because everybody who's listening and comes back and hears these replays every week and the comments that I'm getting about this is is so it is why I do it this is this is a, it's not making it's not a money it's not for money it's it's for love it's for consciousness it's by elevating the vibrational of the world and that's what Debbie's trying to do and I'm and so many people um 
are, are showing up because these are really, really hard times. These are really uh, challenging. And for me, the more challenge, the greater the opportunity. And I am so grateful, Debbie, to have you come on. I just see a few things in the chat here. Um, uh, right, one of our people, he wants to write a book about the, tr uh, the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth by God. What a great title, Alan, that sounds great. Um, so um, yeah, I, so Debbie, I think you, you should, you should talk to Debbie Allen, anybody who, and you can talk to me too. I won't be your book coach, but uh, you know me, Alan, I will definitely be there to uh, motivate and encourage you to find uh, somebody to make sure you're accountable to get that out into the world. Because a lot of truth is, can be found in books. And it's un interesting when you think about how powerful books are and how throughout history, how many different times books have been banned and burned yeah and think about how many women around the world even today are not allowed to read that it's a crime that you could get stoned right so right. the fact that we have the privilege right that we know how to write and read the fact that we have the privilege that should we choose to write a book we can the fact that we have the privilege, we have something like Amazon, which is about the simplest and most inexpensive self-published outfit in the world, you know, right. it's just so doable. And that you could actually write 150 pages and that could be your book if you don't want to go up to 300. And the other thing, you know, that's even more, I think, inspiring is, you know, if you write a 150 page book, it's not eight by 10. You know, you have it formatted into your book size. So a general book is six by nine. So if you're writing 156 by nine pages, it's maybe 90 pages mm -hmm. full on. So it's like the news is good and gooder. It just get, keeps getting better. It's There's every upside to it. And it is great to have a title because that means, you know, maybe you have an idea what the book is about, but way more important than the, than the title is the contents because the contents often can speak to the title or maybe it will end up being the title you think. And by the way, if I may go further with Alan, since he wrote so briefly, a title is generally three, two to four words. Mm -hmm. The subtitle is longer. The subtitle tells us what the book is about. So actually that the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth by God would be a better subtitle, but I don't know the nature of your book. So I would have to know more about your book to know if that actually <clears throat> is a great title. But the point is two to four words, you know, look at books, you'll see two to four words are about a title. Yeah, and then the subtitles, I am. Yeah, right. they're conscious, curious solutions to 21st century pandemics is the subtitle. But, you know, so so it's really true, you know, something that's super memorable like that. What's the name? What was the name of your first book? Dare to Dream. Yeah. Um, I'd have to pull my own book, Dare to Dream. I, yeah. Do you want me to pull my book? <laughs> sure, pull your book. All right. <laughs> it's been a minute. I've got so many people's books. I'm. I'm losing consciousness of my own books. Uh, so this is the first book. And it won a couple of book awards. Um, oh, yeah. So this is, oops, I guess I got to go in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dream, This Life Counts. I love it. And um, yeah, very cool. And then the second book, Wisdom to Success. Nice. The surefire secrets to accomplish all your dreams. Boy, this that is a fatty. It was a big mama. It really was. I I don't recommend that for people, but man, this was a labor of love. This was, oh Lord Jesus. It was 400, yeah, 489 pages. I yeah. get, I was like, I'm giving it all away. <laughs> you I know, right? That's how I felt. <laughs> 
Oh, I love you're sharing those so beautiful. You see how proud, do you see how Debbie just lit up there? It's like, it's like when you're, when you're in, in first grade and you come home with your first sick finger painting and you put your mom puts on the refrigerator, the feeling, right? Deb, right? The feeling when you, the accomplishment of doing that and having the support of people who love and care about you, whether like my husband, he was a huge support for for this and like i said that gal amanda brandon and like debbie i mean she she's just like all over the fancy pants happy to like get <laughs> and i think that sometimes we need cheerleaders just to help us because so, it's, it's Donna, just let's, fun let's fun fun let's take a moment and give everyone that experience can i ask everybody just to close your eyes i can't see you otherwise but yeah just close your eyes for one moment Take a nice deep breath, feel your feet on the ground or your, your car, wherever you are. Or if you're walking, look at trees and just connect energetically, like just be super present. And you don't need to know the name of your book, nothing. But I want you to look down in your hands and see your book there with the words by and your name. And I want you to look at the spine of your book and feel it's got pages in it and open it up and comb through it and see there's all these beautiful words. You know, you have to read the words, but they're your words. And I just want you to take that book and hold it to your heart mm -hmm. because that's your future calling to you. That book already is. You just need to catch up and write it. And that is the reality that is yours and you can step into. And you can kiss your book, bless your book, tell your book you're, if you're willing to give birth to it, I'll be your birth doula, your book doula. But whatever, tell your book, you're, you know, if it's not right now, but I love you, that's okay. If it's like, yeah, let's rock and roll, tell the book. And then make some kind of commitment to yourself that when this is done, what are you going to do? What steps will you take? What first step will you take? And then commit to that and write on Donna's Facebook page, like be accountable, write what your commitment is. And when you do that commitment, write again, that you have done it. Uh -huh. you get a lot of support. And so you can come back and open your eyes and love I love that and you know what Debbie that was a beautiful exercise I mean I did it right with you and it brought like even like little tears to my eyes and I just want to also say to everybody out here because I know one of the gals she's 75 years old and she's wanting to write a book and it doesn't matter what age you're at and it doesn't matter you know if it might be your granddaughter who's 12 who wants to publish or write a book yeah. and you can learn right along with them because I find that a lot of times children, especially, um, they they just like they bring it home their first finger painting or their um, first story from school. We want to inspire and encourage them at a young age. And and this is the other thing, Deb, that I want to make sure everybody leaves here knowing that I think it's so important. Um, you, you said it earlier too, like leaving a legacy. And like at the very beginning, when I was reading my thing. It was my granddaughter who inspired me to finish my first book, which took me 10 years to do. And so like that exercise you just took it through was so great. And um, I really encourage everybody to take Debbie's exercise that like, next step further is like, how are your words? And it doesn't have to be on a national or a big grand bestseller, but who do you, who thinking about that audience, who do you, where do you want to leave that? Like I, I, I've started writing my story because first it was I wanted my son to know me better, my granddaughter to know who I was in case something happened to me. So it could be you want to write a book because you you have this great business idea and a lot of people say your book is my my calling card, like a big business card. You can write write a book because you want to be like myself, a voice for nature and write from the spiritual, spiritual guidance that I get, not from UFOs, but from the roots of the trees and the Pachamama herself. And um, so in leaving, leaving that legacy, 
And and even if um, you don't have a book coach or whatever, get it, get yourself a journal. Um, and, and just start the writing process. And knowing that there's people like Debbie out there who is hilarious and fun and serious and kind and dedicated and devoted to help. If that's something you want to go in that direction, you've got a goddess right in front of you who can help you with that. But start start writing. Um, and never, never stop. And with the power of the keyboard and uh, if you've got an old typewriter, um, your right and your left hand still work. Because when you, when you put the words down, it, it, there's something very different than just speaking at you guys. Uh, I can tell you this firsthand, and I know Debbie can appreciate this so much too. When you're writing, there is this energy that happens physiologically that goes to your brain and that really goes through your entire psychic being. It creates an opening like here I am sitting on this volcanic eruption and seeing this new land mass being born, writing a new story, expressing itself from the depths of its soul. And in a way, this lava is like, it's, it's the, it had to come out and erupt and write its story into the new land. And that is what it feels like when you start writing a book. If you can imagine that all that's inside of you and then it comes out and it just pours out of you, it's an incredible experience. And when you have someone to help you, to guide you, it's a really epic experience. It's super comforting. So Debbie, we have about two minutes left. And with that eruption right there, I would love to just have you give us a few closing words. And anybody who wants to stay on after the call, as usual, I will be walking outside and showing you some nature and some beautiful flowers. And there are some birds out there that are mating and they're very, very excited. And I would love to have you hear what they have to say. So go for it, Deb, please close us out. Oh, sure. Hmm. Well, first of all, if I can help you, the weekend is at debbied.net. It's spelled D-E-B-B-I. My first you have name. it in the link. We will Beautiful. put it everywhere. Everywhere. Beautiful. Fantastic. So you know how to get a hold of me. Yeah, but absolutely. as far as, you know, what we're all being here today together, and Ellen, you're so welcome. Um, thank you for writing. I would say... You know, you came here for a reason. Something clearly about Donna and her show attracted you and something specifically about this subject. So, you know, don't don't die with a dream inside of you. It's so important to give it life, you know, let it be born through you. And it is truly a thrilling experience. I you know, I think it's one of the coolest things. And one of the things that I saw in the pandemic that was fascinating is that suddenly everybody wanted to write a book. First of all, most people suddenly had the capacity. They weren't commuting, they weren't driving, or everybody's workload. Most people went way, way down. There was just a lot of impact. But with that impact also came a lot of spaciousness. And also with the uncertainty came this idea you know, this way I've been that my whole life that I haven't really liked, I'm giving that up. I'm not going to be like that anymore. I know a lot of people have made massive personality changes for the better. And many people have said, I'm not dying with the, the book inside of me. I'm going to do it. And I think that's the one thing that all of this has taught us. It's really important. If it is for you to do, if it's come to you as an excitement, curiosity, something, you know, calling, a passion, whatever it is, allow it to come through you. And it will be as gratifying as that beautiful experience we had when we all closed our eyes. You know, it's real to feel your book like that and to know you have made a contribution, like a real contribution, and frankly, done something brave. Because when we don't know what we don't know, 
which is for many of us here, not how do I write a book? I don't know how to write a book. I want to write a book. I don't know where to start, all that stuff. You know, then when you allow yourself to be led and guided to something that comes to fruition and you are living the fruit of that out into the world, it's about your proudest moment. It really is a beautiful experience and it's the gift that keeps on giving you know you can still get my books you can still get donna's books and maybe some of you here have written and they're just always available and highly recommended so if you have it you know do it just do it <laughs> that's my um, recommendation i love it love it debbie thank you so much and you guys everybody who commented and and Alan, I hope we, you, you guys, you, they, people can get a hold of you like on your website if they want to book a call with you, right? And we will have everything, Deb, in on our podcast station and also in our on our YouTube how people can get it up. Uh, a hold of you and then the replay will be on our facebook group and it'll be all, all over social media and so i wish you the greatest luck in your in this book incubator session i know it's going to be phenomenal i've heard people who took it i know it you, you you just give people all all you've got and i am so grateful for humans like you who are out there helping people um dare to dream honey thanks so i just want to say Thank so you so much. Big, really. big love to you, Debbie. And I look forward to our furthering and expanding and encouraging each other to bring more words out into the world. Mm, that's beautiful. Thanks a lot. Big love and aloha to you all. Mm.